Welcome back to the Trade Society Traders Improve podcast. I am your host. My name is Rolf. And in this week, we're going to talk about how to plan for failure in your trading, why it's really important to plan for failure and how this will actually make you a better trader. And I have some really practical tips that you can use in your own trading right away. By the way, if you're listening to this on Spotify on your phone, you can leave a review. We are currently at 27 reviews there. We are at 21 reviews on Apple iTunes. So if you want to help us out and if you enjoy those weekly podcast episodes that we're putting out, make sure to leave a review there. I really appreciate it. A few podcast episodes ago, I talked about the so-called excellence mindset. And I said that it's important that we always give it our best and that we put out quality work and that we hold ourselves to high standards. However, there's also a caveat to that and things are always a little bit more complex than they seem at first glance. And it's important to understand and realize that humans do make mistakes and we are not going to be able to put out 100% perfect work all the time. And we need to plan for that in advance and we need to be ready for those imperfections because if you don't account for mistakes or problems or things go wrong, which they inevitably will, then you will be caught off guard and you will not be ready to deal with that situation. And I've seen very often that one little mistake that a trader is doing, which in the big scheme of things, in the big picture, wouldn't matter at all, but it catches the trader off guard because he expects from himself to not make mistakes, to always trade at its best and to win almost all of his trades. Or if you're a new trader, you probably are looking for this 100% win rate system. And then things will go wrong, you will lose trades, you will make mistakes, and you need to be ready for that. It's really, really important. Because what happens? The first loss comes around or the first mistake that you make comes around and you will get a little bit emotional. You will get a little bit aroused. And then on your next trade, this will influence your decision making. You may make a decision that is not 100% in line with your trading plan. Maybe you risk a little bit more. Maybe you get into the trade a little bit earlier to make up for that mistake and to recover from that loss quicker. And then you're going to lose another trade because you broke your rules and that's what you deserve. And then you lose your calm, you get even more emotional, you push your risk management even more. And then this sets off this vicious cycle where you dig yourself a hole that is going to be so big that it's going to be really hard to get out of it. And then if you let this completely get out of hand, if you increase your risk continuously, you will often end up blowing up your account. And I've seen it many times. One little mistake that wouldn't matter in the big picture and the trader would easily be able to recover from it with your next trade really leads to this huge blow up of the trader. You lose not only your trading capital, but most importantly, also your mental capital. And if you lose your mental capital, which means that you lose the joy and the fun for trading, the interest, the excitement, then recovering from that is very, very hard. And very often traders will actually then quit trading because they just can't stand to look at charts anymore because they always think about how they messed up, how much money they have lost, how much time they've wasted as they believe. So it's really important that we cover our grounds here and that we are ready for when failure comes around, if we want to call it even that. So I'm proposing a radically different approach that I have seen work for me, but also for other traders. And it's important that we allow ourselves and that we plan for failure. We allow mistakes in our trading. We are ready. We know that they will come and we are not going to be surprised when they come. Because when you expect yourself to fail, which you will in the beginning, in the first few years of your trading, you will make mistakes. And it's important that we do those mistakes because 
if you do make mistakes and you analyze them, you can learn from them. But if you trade from a mindset or a perspective where it is forbidden to make mistakes, you're going to trade from a mindset of fear and restriction because you are too scared to make a mistake and then eventually many traders will freeze up and eventually have this fear to pull the trigger and then you will not be able to get into trades and you will make even more mistakes and engage in bad trading and adopt bad trading behavior. Or on the other hand, what I have seen also very often is that once you have your first mistake and then maybe your second mistake, and then you're going to tell yourself, oh, now it doesn't matter anyway, I've already messed up. And then all of the good intentions, all of your rules go completely out of the window and then all bets are off and you are entering this savage gambling mode. And then obviously this is not going to lead to anything good in your trading. So we could do something like a 80, 20, 90, 10 split. And what this means is that you have room for maybe 10 or 20% of bad decisions, screw ups, slip ups, missteps, whatever you want to call it. But you allow this in your trading and you're totally fine with that. So when we look at a trade, for example, we could divide a trade into three different parts. We have our entry part. We have our part where we hold the trade, so trade management. And then we have our part where we exit the trade. So every trade has three parts and you have to basically make three decisions, entry, exit and trade management. And then let's assume we are a relatively active trader. We have two trades every single day. So 10 trades a week and every trade has three decisions. So that comes up to 30 decisions that you have to make in a week. And of course, you will not be able to make all of those 30 decisions perfectly 100% according to plan. There are going to be events, situations where you are not going to be 100% satisfied with how you reacted. And that's totally fine. Even the best traders will not be able to pull off a 100% efficiency. But if you say, okay, I allow myself, let's say 15% of mistakes. So out of those 30 trading decisions, I am okay with maybe being incorrect for, let's say five or six or seven, whatever it is may be. And that gives you a little bit more breathing room because you don't expect to be always 100% right. It's very important that if you make a mistake, if any of those seven mistakes that you allow yourself, those mistakes are not going to lead to a place where you will not be able to recover from. So a mistake cannot be that you are risking 100% of your trading account instead of your reasonable 1% per trade. So the mistake that you make cannot be as bad as you cannot recover from it. But if it's a regular or a normal mistake, then that's totally fine. It's not going to ruin your trading over the long term. If out of those 30 decisions that you're making, 25, 24, 23 are going to be perfect 100% according to the plan. And there are going to be those 5, 6, 7, 8, whatever it may be, wrong or bad or imperfect decisions, you will still come out ahead and you will have a very good trading quality. And if you listen to those pro traders or those very experienced traders, and we have been to a Dr. Van Tharp seminar two or three years back, he was talking about trade efficiency. And I don't remember the, uh, the accurate number or the exact number that he was mentioning, but I think it was somewhere in the realm of 70, 80, 85% that this is a very good number for a professional trader. He was, I don't think it was above 85%. I may be wrong, but I don't think it was above 85%. And 
this is, I think, also very reasonable to expect from a new trader. Of course, you may not be able to get to 85% right away, but the point here is that you have this little room for mistakes or missteps that is not gonna wreck your trading account, but it gives you this little bit of room to breathe. I think that's a very nice way to put it. So a mistake, if you do it and you will do it, is not gonna set off this cascade of following mistakes and then suddenly you are at the end of the week and you're down 50% on your account and you don't even know how this could happen. Your mental capital is completely depleted and you feel really bad and then obviously recovering from such a situation is gonna be very, very hard and it's gonna take not only a lot of time for the trades to recover your account, but also to recover from it mentally and that's the biggest problem. So not every mistake is gonna automatically put you at the edge of the abyss where you're just one step away from completely losing everything. And in this context, I would also highly recommend to track this efficiency. If you don't have a trading journal in Edgewonk, edgewonk.com, the trading journal that we have built, we have included this efficiency metric for you. So every trade, you can rate your level of execution for your entry, the exit and the trade management. And then Edgewonk will show you your level of efficiency for the trade, but also for the week and over the long term as well. So you can nicely see and compare, has your efficiency gone up? Is your efficiency maybe down? Have you made more mistakes recently? And then you will be able to catch yourself before everything gets out of hand. It's also a nice challenge to have for yourself every week to keep the efficiency maybe above 50, maybe above 60, or higher than what, they what it has been last week or last month. This can be a very nice challenge for you and it's automatically gonna improve your decision-making and also your trade quality. And what I have seen that this approach is also very helpful to apply it in other areas outside of trading. For example, I in the past kept struggling with getting in shape or eating right or eating better. And I was also doing it wrong because I was setting myself those artificial rules and those very rigid and strict rules that I said, okay, I'm gonna start a new diet and I'm gonna eat very clean and I avoid fast food, alcohol or whatever. And then the first cheeseburger or the first chocolate bar, which is inevitable, was always gonna set me up for this big disaster. And then I kept telling myself, oh, now it's too late anyway. And then all of my good plans and intentions and goals were out of the window. And then a few weeks later, I was looking at the scale and I was back to where I was and put on even a few more pounds. However, once I started to shift and once I started to understand that, okay, 100% efficiency, 100% correct rules and never expecting me to slip up and going for the burger with the fries or having a beer at night, that's not realistic and it's gonna happen. I know it will happen no matter how hard I try. I may be able to pull it off for a few weeks, maybe a month, maybe two months, but there will come this moment where I'm gonna go off track. So I need to plan for that and I don't want to completely abandon my good intentions. I don't wanna go back to eating bad overall and all the time. But what happens if, if I give myself 80% goal on 80% of my meals, I wanna eat well, I wanna eat good. And on 20% of the meals, I'm okay with maybe not having typical diet food, not eating 100% clean, allowing myself a beer every now and then, it's okay with having a chocolate bar every now and then. And that's also makes it a little bit easier, obviously, to do it long term. So it's not only a diet which you are able to pull up for until you have lost a few pounds, but 
you're maybe even able to sustain it for the long term so it becomes more of a of a lifestyle where you eat clean 80% of the time but it's okay every now and then to go off the track and uh, have something that you otherwise would not have in your regular diet and I found this is really really sustainable and you're still gonna see results which is the most important part I personally find this approach really liberating and that's why I think this if you give it a try you will see it also hopefully be beneficial for your trading but maybe even other areas in your life and maybe you can apply it to other things as well and if you have other ideas where this 80 20 90 10 whatever it may be rules apply let me know in the comments below maybe we find other applications for it maybe a few nice ideas from you would be also interesting i'm always interested to hear what you guys come up how you like this podcast so let me know how this resonated with you have you had similar experiences what are your thoughts and i look forward to hearing from you